This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. So my family got back. Uh, they were at the in-laws visiting Baba and Dido on the weekend. I got uh, the house to myself, which was glorious, Jim. It was no doubt. absolutely amazing. They roll back in, and it's it's so hot out. Uh, we got to cool the kids off. Um, we decided to bust out the sprinkler, right? Love it. Yeah, Grayson's all excited. He's uh, he's jumping up and down, running around as I'm pulling out the hose, and I, I put I attach the thing, and I turn on the water. And just as he's about to run through for the first time, he starts screaming, top of his lungs, like in agony. And I'm like, "What's wrong, buddy? What's wrong?" He's like, "Oh, my toe, my toe." And I look, and I I can't tell if he's gotten some sort of sliver, or if he stepped on a thorn, or if he got stung by a bee. But there's something in his toe, right? Mm. And he's screaming, like, I'm worried what the neighbors are thinking at this point. He's screaming so loud. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My wife comes out. What's going on? I'm like, I don't know. He's got something in his toe. We pick him up, bring him into the house, um, just to kind of muffle the screams. (laughs) How hot is that sprinkler water over at the Taz household? (laughs) And, And my wife gets a pin, like a sewing needle to try and get whatever's in his toe out of his toe. Mm. And it was the most heartbreaking experience as a parent. We had to both hold him down. He didn't want yeah. me to do it, but he was in pain. So he, my wife's holding his, his upper body. I'm holding his legs, and I'm trying to get this, and he keeps squirming, so I keep missing, and I'm poking his toe, and he's, like, yelling at me. I'm almost going to cry. He's like, no, Daddy. I don't want you to do it, Daddy. No, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. No, no. And it's, I'm starting to sweat. It's a good thing I am not a neurosurgeon because <laughs> just trying to get a sliver out of a toe I had beads of sweat dripping. My heart rate is just going crazy. My hands are shaking. It was such an awful experience for him and for us. But you got to do it, right? Yeah. And now you know why those neurosurgeons have the good gas that puts the kids out right (laughs) away. I feel like I, there were so many slivers in my childhood, you know, and my dad would, it's funny that you said that, uh, your wife used the pin because you can use the this, sewing needle. Yeah. You or yeah. You can use the sewing needle or you can use the, uh, the, what, what the pinch tweezers, the tweezers. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes when it's buried, so it sounds like your son's was like, you it couldn't was see the there, head yeah. of it. Yeah. Ooh. You could just see, you could just see the darkness of it. So you had to like get the pin in there to kind of grab it. it out. And, and slide it out, and every oh. time that pin went near his toe, he just lost his mind. Oh man! I think I think I kind of remember doing the same thing as a kid. You know, it's it's tough to to think back that far, but um, I think it got to the point when I I'd know if I got a sliver, I'd just deal with the pain of the sliver, and I wouldn't tell my mom because I was scared of the the needle. Yeah, and it was almost better just to risk infection and let the thing kind of grow out on its own. Yeah, it, it usually will get pushed out. Right. I've probably yeah. got about 180 slivers in my feet still <laughs> from when I was a just kid waiting because I stopped telling my mom about them. 
again, some text messages sent to us here, sliver-related. What do you got there, Jim? Yes. Uh, first off, one, one here, because I feel like this happened to all of us in grade school. Uh, this is from Jordan. I still have a lead piece from a pencil in my hand from over 15 years ago. Did, were you not convinced you get lead poisoning as a kid after stabbing your hand a million times with a pencil? Jordan's IQ would probably be at least 25 points higher if he didn't have that <laughs> lead in his body. This really slowed things down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I but, hear you, because that's what yeah. I started doing. When I'd get slivers, I wouldn't tell my mom because I didn't want her to take them out. It was worse getting it out than it was having a sliver. <laughs> Here's some life hacks. Oh, Before we get to life hacks, though, just one more story here, Tez. This one cracked me up. Uh, my brother is now 38, but his sliver story still gets told at family events from when he was six. They were going through the drawer looking for a pin, and I took out a knife while searching, and he screamed, No! No! Not the knife! <laughs> Thinking they were going to cut his foot off or something. Uh, here's a couple life hacks here. Uh, Taz, if you put a piece of duct tape over the area that has a sliver, give it an hour, it will leave a white circle around the spot where the sliver is. Mm. And you can dig through it easier to get at it. Okay. Uh, here's one, too. I need some further explanation. Bread piece dipped in milk. What do so you, you think... You use the bread as a sponge and kind of dab the milk on the sliver, or do you hold hold it on there, press it? Uh, yeah, I don't know how that would work. I don't know. Here's but if you I've, have. I've heard of onions. Like people use potatoes or onions, and they rub it on a sliver, and they say it, it works to get it out. Or they're just huh. trying to get us to rub onions on our feet. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> This, I, I'm sure, is going to divide the audience, Jim. A story out of Ohio. This is a town called Middletown, Ohio, and it's about an angry neighbor. <laughs> we hear these stories all the time. I love a good angry neighbor story. But uh, a guy, he's got this uh, He's got this nice new Mustang. He parks it in his laneway. He's got this special exhaust on it, so when he lights it up, it makes a bunch of noise. So everybody knows how sweet his car is. He comes out one morning, and he finds his exhaust filled to the brim with expansion foam. So expanding foam, that stuff, use it for insulation, insulation. or plumbing, yeah. whatever. Uh, and it's completely blocked his exhaust. He can't start his car. It's, you know, you basically... Somebody vandalized this car for maybe thousands of dollars worth of damage. Doesn't take him too much um, Sherlock's homesing before he finds a note uh, tagged to his door that says the following. I finally found you. You want our attention? You got our attention. You have 14 days to fix the mufflers or put the stock back on. Don't egg us on. You'll only regret it. We encourage you to call the police. Install video. Nothing will work. Middletown Police is 513-424-7700. Fix your mufflers. So it was an angry neighbor upset about how loud this guy's mufflers were every day. Do you think that they're a police officer? Why would they be so so sure that they couldn't get caught or they wouldn't get into trouble from the police? I I don't know. Maybe they had their COVID masks on so you couldn't identify them on camera. I, I know that I know that uh, Beverly Hills cop Axel Foley used a similar technique, the old banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, right? yeah. I've heard the potato <laughs> in the tailpipe before. 
it's i mean it's dangerous it's expensive i get it you know there's a lot of bikers with very loud exhausts and i love i would love a motorcycle someday but they there is a level where it becomes obnoxious right and there's also just courtesy like you don't need to gun it you know fire up the car and rev the engine in your driveway before you pull out at 6.30 to go to work every morning while there's yeah. some people who are still sleeping in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It, it, I see both sides, how it could drive you nuts. But I think I'm going to go with you don't vandalize stuff. Obviously. I, if, if you find the guy, the adult thing to do, the courageous thing to do, would to be go knock on his door and say, hey, man, mm-hmm. listen, I'm a shift worker. I'm sleeping at this time. Could you just try and take it easy when you drive past my house in the morning? See how that yeah. goes before you get out the expansion foam. You almost got to do a little research on the vehicle and say, oh, man, that is a be- is that a 2019 GT? That thing. Oh, that's, you know, butter them up first and then say. Because uh-huh. if you get confrontational, the guy's going to obviously not respond right. Give him the old poop sandwich. Yeah, sandwich yeah. the negative in between some positives. Yeah, compliment sandwich. What are people saying online? Um, he deserves it. I have a neighbor with two motorcycles. I am a shift worker. They wake me up at five thirty every morning. Can you not buy a van to go to work? <laughs> Another one here. I would not set up a video camera. I would sit on my front porch with a gun and see if somebody would touch my car. Obviously, wouldn't yeah. recommend that either. Welcome to Ohio. Haven't you seen that South Park episode about loud mufflers? This Ford Mustang owner got what they deserved. You wanted our attention. You got our attention. It's true. What is the end goal with those? Like, is it is it you want? Does it make you feel good in the car, or does it make you feel good that people are looking at you in the car? I think it's kind of badass, you know, for a certain vehicle. I think like yeah. when you have a muscle car, like if you have a new Mustang, I think it's a little, I, I love an old loud muscle car that you maybe drive once a week on the weekend or something like that. But if you're using it as your commuting vehicle, well, I know that story. some of the, some of the new Mustangs, um, they have like, they have the bullet, uh, version of the Mustang that you can buy now. And there's a button in there where you can turn on and off how loud the muffler is from inside yes. the car. So uh-huh. you, can you can put drive, it on sport mode. Right. You can drive in like normal person volume mode, or you can <laughs> drive in, yeah, I bought Steve McQueen's car from the movie Bullet. You can drive in that mode when you're maybe out in the country and you're you're having a little more fun. Yeah. And even the Teslas, I think you can get synthetic muffler noises, <laughs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> but... My car's not loud enough. (laughs) But there are options out there that can make you maybe a little more courteous to your neighbor. They should have put um, bubbles in the back of his muffler. (laughs) To take away the aggression. That's right. He's You got bubbles coming out of the back? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Or like sometimes when somebody puts like a half a balloon, so just the nozzle, like where you blow in is on it. So it's like, wee! (laughs) When they turn it on. Yeah, you put a blade of gla- a grass, perfectly positioned <laughs> blade of grass at the end of the muffler. A fun kazoo. <laughs> I've sat in one of the new Mustangs, one of the new bullet Mustangs, and I'm sure this is available on a number of models, but there's actually a switch in the car 
where you can the the volume of the exhaust is reduced and we now know thanks to the Taz and Jim listeners what the name of that uh, system is called yeah apparently when they announced the system in 2017 they uh, Ford referred to it as good neighbor mode so that's what they call it. I don't know if that's what it says on the button, but that's what it's referred to as casually, at least. Good neighbor mode. I guess the idea came from the engineer, Steve Von Forrester, who was driving uh, a Shelby GT350 in his neighborhood one morning, and the police were called on him. An engineer at Ford had the police called <laughs> called on him for his Ford car. So I get it, man. You got a nice car. You're gonna want to. You're gonna want to drive it. But at the same time, if you're sleeping and you hear your next door neighbor fire that thing up every morning and it wakes you up, that would be frustrating too. However, vandalism is vandalism. Yeah, it's never. It should never come down to that. But there's, you know, there's always neighbors that no matter what. Even if you did just drive it on like Saturdays or Sundays or something like that, you know there'd be some cranky loser neighbor who'd complain. <laughs> you know, even if it was in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you can say it's the owner of the car. It could just be an uppity neighbor. Well, it's like it's like when I had my in-laws here. This is like five years ago when I first moved into this neighborhood. I had my in-laws over. It was Sunday morning at uh, 11 a.m., and we put their dog in the backyard, and we live, we have like uh, a park down from us. So the, as people were walking by the backyard, the dog would bark. And someone from around the corner came and found my house, knocked on the door, and said, Do you just move in? You got a dog? You're going to have to get that thing under control. So wait, what time was it though? Eleven it, like, in the morning on a Sunday. Give me a break. I know, and uh, I wasn't home at the time. I was out running errands, but my wife answered the door, and I was just thinking to myself, "Man, I wish I was here." I can just um, well, it's probably good I wasn't here actually. Yeah, the dog <laughs> but, would be the least of your worries as far as that, your relationship with that neighbor goes. <laughs> then I mentioned it to a couple of the other neighbors. I'm like, "Hey, someone can." They're like, "Oh yeah, that guy." Right. There's always one. There's always that guy in the neighborhood. And if you think your neighborhood doesn't have that guy, you're that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Figure it out. We've been talking quite a bit about speeding over the past few months because with uh, the majority of the population isolating themselves, the roads have been very uh, wide open, clear for uh, people to just kind of see what their cars can do. Jim, you had a story about Hamilton police giving out a ton of tickets, speeding tickets over the past little bit. Yeah, there's been all sorts of silly stories like one guy getting three speeding tickets in seven days and one guy going 301 kilometers an hour in his dad's car. And I think it was either yesterday or the day before where there was a tow truck driving over 50 kilometers an hour over the speed limit. So there was the tow truck that was towed by a tow truck in a funny visual, also yeah, in Hamilton. That, yeah, a guy from Caledonia was charged because with stunt driving in a tow truck. Yeah, which makes sense when you say Caledonia. You know, <laughs> comes with the territory, but... Uh, it's uh, It's been a pretty speedy time, and we don't condone that type of behavior. We don't think you should speed, but if you are caught speeding... Check this out. This is from a website, carinsurance.com. Best ways to get out of a speeding ticket. Okay? Mm. 
Number five, I didn't see the speed limit sign work 17% of the time, apparently. They didn't realize. So that ignorance, works? pleading ignorance does work sometime. I'm sure it depends uh, how good looking you are, though. You know, good looking people <laughs> yeah. always get out of everything. Uh-huh. I really have to use the bathroom. Apparently works 17% of the time. Medical emergency, 20% of the time will work. I'm late hmm. for work, works as much as medical emergency, 20% of the time. That that makes no sense to me because it, it is your fault you're late for work, basically. You should have got up earlier. Yeah. And if it is traffic or if there's an accident, then you can just say it's the accident. I'm surprised that I'm late for work works as well as there's a medical emergency. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you can prove. If you've got blood squirting out of the end of your... <laughs> where your arm used to be, right? And maybe they'll let you off in that case. Uh, I didn't realize I was speeding. Works 32% of the times. Most popular excuse that is used as well. Uh, They say that this strategy um, works pretty well. If you want a cop to get, get you out of a ticket and just give you a warning, ask for a warning. If you ask for a warning... According to carinsurance.com, 41% chance they'll just give you a warning. You know, it's so it's so obvious. Why did I never think of that? I never thought it would have worked. Do you have to be Obi-Wan Kenobi to make it work? <laughs> <laughs> you are giving me a warning. You don't want to charge me. <laughs> I wasn't going any faster than anyone else. <laughs> you already feel bad because my car is a piece of crap. My yeah, life. I, I can't afford a $250 ticket, no. I know I'm not good looking, but just give me a warning. <laughs> I know you usually only do that for attractive people. How long are we doing bad Obi-Wan impressions <laughs> now? Rest of the I morning? Yeah. <laughs> uh, com says if best option is if you get pulled over for speeding and you want a warning, just ask for one. Now, I don't think it would work for that kid in the uh, Burlington area who was driving his dad's car in the QEW 300 kilometers per hour. <laughs> yeah. He asked you for already a warning. got two warnings. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's getting one. Have you ever seen Lenny Kravitz perform live, Jim? No, I haven't actually. He he's fantastic. I uh, I saw a great <laughs> pretty pretty lucky to have seen some great concerts back in the day. And Lenny Kravitz, uh, when I was working for FM 96 in London, uh, years and years ago, at the start of my career, Lenny did one of those blind date shows at, uh, at the Knack back then, Cowboys. Um, you know, you remember the Molson Canadian blind dates where you didn't that know who the band was? Did, yeah, I love it. Yeah, you didn't know who the band was until they took the stage. Well, that was the plan anyways, but um, Lenny Kravitz was spotted riding his Harley-Davidson motorcycle all afternoon around London, Ontario. So we were getting calls at the radio station. Uh, I think I just saw Lenny Kravitz at the corner of Wellington and Commissioners on a motorcycle. Really? Uh, We don't know what you're talking about. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Would he not be wearing a helmet though? Like, and they could still recognize but, but, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, dude, this is Lenny Kravitz back. Are you gonna go my way? It was that song was so huge? That album was so yeah. huge. He was one of the most identifiable musicians in the world. 
Plus, he was full dreadlocks back then, so he uh, he had a helmet on, but he had huge dreads coming out the back. People knew sure. it was Lenny Kravitz. I like that. That's what he does when he, he whatever town he goes to to do a show. He just bombs around on his Harley. Yeah, and I was recently talking to a buddy of mine, Siva, who has been in the concert game for decades and decades, and he was the guy who was working at the Knack at the time, um, and he had to deal with Lenny Kravitz. And when um, Lenny, he was talking to Lenny about uh, his Indian heritage, and Lenny's like, oh, my God, I love Indian food. And he's like, well, I can go get my wife to make you some Indian food if you want. And Lenny Kravitz was like, uh, yeah. So they had this huge spread, like pre-made restaurant food laid out. And there's Lenny Kravitz. Didn't touch any of it. He's sitting with tinfoil containers in Siva's office, eating all the Indian food that is the homemade Indian food that his <laughs> wife had made. Yeah. Just loving his life, right? The real you, stuff. Yeah, you think about it. You're on the road. You don't get the home-cooked meals, right? Yeah, and I'm so sure some of the be great. spreads are great, but they're kind of manufactured, you know? You know, they're a yeah. little, you know, it's a menu, right? Instead of, like, cooked with love. Mom's homemade cooking. My mama said the best <laughs> Indian food is is yeah. her in Indian food. And so, I'm going to yeah. dig in. Mm-mm-mm. Lenny Kravitz's birthday today. Some great tunes that he's made over the years. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.